Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cardinals are now 27 and 41 on the season. They have a home record of 13 and 20. The entire list of National League teams that have a worse record than them is uh, zero names. The entire list of American League teams that is worse than them is two names. The Oakland Athletics and the Kansas City Royals, both of whom knew came in, coming into the season they were going to be real bad. And that is the backdrop to the conversation that we are about to have with John Denton, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. You should be following him on Twitter at John Denton 555. Joins us now via the 101 ESPN hotline. John, we appreciate the time as always man how you doing today i'm doing great guys how are you guys uh we're doing okay i i like that we don't have to be angry this morning because last night you knew that game was over basically in the fifth inning so i i guess that's a positive i did want to ask you about the post game scene though john because I've seen a lot of Ollie Marmol post-game interviews. I've watched almost every single one of them since he became the manager for the St. Louis Cardinals. That was a different tone than I've heard from Ollie in just about any of them. What did you take away from his press availability last night? Yeah, he was he was emotional. You know, he's he's struggling with this. Uh, there's a lot of guys who are struggling with it. You know, I mean, the night before I talked to Wilson Contreras and I felt like he should be laying on the couch when he was talking to me. I mean, it was. He sounded like a broken man. He was near tears. Uh, you know, last night, Ollie had some tough conversations with guys. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about, hey, change the lineup, move Contreras out of the five hole. Well, Tommy Edmond is struggling. Nolan Gorman is struggling. Paul DeYoung is struggling. Like, who are you going to put in the five hole? Well, you know, today it's Jordan Walker uh, because Contreras is a day off. But, you know, there aren't a lot of options because they have four and five guys who are going through their worst slump of the season all at the same time right now. So you're right. Yeah. yeah Ali was, was different last night. He was emotional. And, you know, I, I think this is wearing on him. This is wearing on the players. Uh, it's, it's definitely not an easy time around the franchise right now. John, the one word that we're hearing so much out of that clubhouse over the last few weeks has been, you know, we're, let, we're, we're not trusting ourselves. We're not trusting each other. Trust has been the main phrase. When you hear that and you're around these guys on a daily basis, does it feel like a broken clubhouse? Does it feel like it's split? Um, I feel like they, they, they don't trust themselves. They don't, you know, even though these guys are, are, you know, elite professional athletes at the top of their game, they, they go through, you know, confidence issues just like all of us do. And then they go through times where they don't believe themselves and, Ali Marmol told a story the other day that when Paul Goldschmidt was in Arizona, he was convinced that that was his last year in baseball, that he had, quote-unquote, forgotten how to hit, and he wasn't trusting himself, wasn't believing in himself. So even the best of the best go through these issues. And, you know, I mean, I don't think it would be 
wrong to say that there's they're, they're not trusting each other right now, you know, because, you know, bad body language is just as, as contagious as good body language, you know, and, and bad vibes are, are, are contagious, just like good vibes are. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of wondering right now, you know, they want to get out of this, but I think there's a lot of questioning on how can we get out of this when you have so many guys slumping, you have so many different issues every night, you know, one night it's the bullpen, one night it's the starters, the next night they don't hit. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of confusion as to how they even go about digging their way out of this. John, I watched the 2019 Blues go from basically New Year's Eve, the worst record in the NHL, to hoisting the Stanley Cup in 2019. We saw the 2011 Cardinals. We saw the 2006 Cardinals. We saw the winning streak in September. Like, it's it's really hard for me to sit back this early on in a baseball season, and it is still technically early, and say it's just over. However, I looked this up last night. There has never been a team since 1901 that has started as bad through 68 games as the Cardinals have and not just do they make the playoffs no team has done this and made it to an 80 win season in the last 120 years of baseball so I wanted to ask you less about the micro and more about the macro of the big picture of this team what do you what happens over the next few weeks we're just a few weeks away from the all-star break what are you watching for as a beat writer right now like what what do you find compelling about the next few weeks of this season yeah, I mean, you know, Brendan, you're looking for guys who are who are broken or guys who still have a belief. And, you know, I, I get what you're saying about no no team with this record's ever made the playoffs. But the caveat is they play in the worst division in baseball. Like, they're still not out of it. The last time they went down 10 games out, they stayed at 10 games for eight days in a row. Like, the, the Brewers and the Pirates had a chance to put the Cardinals away a month ago, and then they both went on losing streaks. And, you know, the Cardinals kind of bottomed out at 10 back. They eventually got to four back, and now they've lost, I think, what, five and a half games during this last 13-game stretch. So, uh, yes, nobody's ever made the record, never made the playoff with this kind of record, but nobody's ever tried to do it in, you know, the worst division in baseball either. So that kind of keeps them in it. Uh, you know, as far as the beat writer watching, I mean, you're, you're always watching guys, you know, who, who can pull this team out of it, who still has belief, who's given up, who's lost faith, that sort of thing, so... You know, I think this clubhouse still believes they can they can put a run together, and if they were in any other division in baseball, they would be out of it. But they're not out of it because they play in the National League Central. John, at what point do you think the Cardinals get to and say, "Okay, we're officially sellers"? That's that's hard to do. You know, I've had a lot of people ask me that uh, from MLB. Uh, you know, wanting to put together trade stuff and. Huh. I mean, when you already have 3 million tickets sold, it's hard to do that. It's hard to rebuild in St. Louis. It's hard to rebuild in New York because there's such a demand from the fan base. And, you know, we, we've seen the last three or four years, this has been a second-half team that somehow figures it out and puts it together and, you know, wins 17 in a row one year. And, you know, so they're, like I said, they're, they know they're not out of it in this division. And I think there's a huge reluctance to, to blow it up or be sellers in St. Louis because the fan base demands that you try to win every night. And, you know, I, I just I, I think there will be a reluctance unless this thing just totally continues to careen. I don't I don't know that they'll 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 try to be sellers. Now, if it gets even worse than this, I think they'll be forced to. 
But I think they're going to do everything in their power to try to stay in it and keep trying to win because they have a fan base that expects them to compete every night. John Denton is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Find his work over at Cardinals.com and on Twitter at John Denton 555. Uh, John, on the positive side of things, there's not a lot right now, but there is something, and that's Jordan Walker. Uh, man, he, he looks so much more comfortable at the plate, in my opinion, this time around than he did the last time that we saw him. Since his return to the big leagues, he's batting 315. He's getting on base almost 40% of the time, and he's doing some slugging as well. What are you seeing from Jordan Walker? Despite all the losing, he's been one of the bright spots for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, Brandon, I just spent about 10 minutes talking with Jordan. I'm going to write about him in my newsletter that's coming out tomorrow. And I mean, the kid is just a delight. You know, the Rome is burning all around him. He's got this big smile. He's a happy kid. He's a smart kid. He's, he's super intelligent. He knows that you know he wants to be a he wants to be a, a part of the guy who helps them pull him out of this and you know I, I'm really impressed with the way he came back because I was talking to his father and I talked to him and he said look those first two weeks in Memphis were rough they were rough on the field they were rough off the field you know everybody has the dream that you get called up you you know you you start with a 12 game hitting streak <laughs> and you just take off and go up 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 but that's not how life works that's not, not how baseball works and. When he got sent to Memphis, it really hit him hard. It, it you know, it, it it did a number on him mentally and and on the field as well. And after about two week mark, he said, "Look, nobody's coming to rescue me. I, I've got to get my I got to get myself out of this." And you know, there, there's been a lot of focus on his his launch angle and that sort of thing. Jordan said, "If I just hit the ball hard, the rest of it will take care of itself." And you know, here he is now, uh, seven game hitting streak. He's the one guy who's hitting the ball. I think his average is the highest on the team now. Uh, the kid is about all the right things. You know, I've told the story. His father went to MIT. His mother went to Harvard. His mother got her master's at Wash U. He is a very, very intelligent kid, a very grounded kid. He knows who he is. He's comfortable in his own skin. And, you know, I, I think I, I think he's going to be the out, the right fielder or left fielder for this franchise for the next 12 years. Uh, he's just got to get better defensively. And he's got to keep hitting the heck out of the baseball the way he is now. Uh, John, I did want to ask a follow-up on that because he's somebody that can provide a little bit of a spark for this team as a young guy that is having so much success. Meanwhile, uh, you look at the shortstop situation, and I think people overestimate just how bad Paul DeYoung was earlier, but it, it is becoming an extended slump here. He's batting 165 over the course of the last month. I, I did want to get your perspective on this just as somebody that's around the team a lot. Do you think there's any chance that we see Mason win in the near future, or is that something that's a little bit further away? in your mind yeah i think that's something that's still further away you know when you bring up mason Wynn, you want him to be here you don't want to have to send him down in, in 12 to 15 days you don't want to have to bring him up here and he plays three days a week when mason Wynn comes you want him playing six seven days a week you want him to be here and not have to go back down uh you know i think he's that break glass if necessary if, if things go off the rails even more so and you're, you're kind of in rebuild mode. I, I think we'll see Mason win in August if, if it gets to that. Um, there was there's a reason Tommy Edmond was taking ground balls at short the other day. You know, it, when Lars Newbar gets back here, I think they're going to move Tommy Edmond back to the infield. I think he'll either play second or short. You know, Tommy's done an incredible job out in center field. It's taken a toll on his offense, as we've seen in the past. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think – you know, if this thing goes off the rails completely, I do think you'll see Mason win by late August or so. John, final thing, we'll get you out of here on this. Is there anything else that you heard from Ollie Marmol today or in the clubhouse today that our listeners need to know about? 
Well, uh, you know, uh, Newport, Newport's headed to Jacksonville. He's going to join the team. He's going to keep working out with them for a couple of days. He'll probably play two or three games. Um, he's going to, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll play two to three games in Jacksonville this weekend with Memphis Redbirds, and I think he'll be back with the Cardinals, uh, you know, Monday or Tuesday. Packy Naughton went to Texas for a second opinion. Uh, he's most likely going to have surgery, whether it's the brace surgery where you only have to miss six months or it's the Tommy John surgery. Uh, that's more of a 12-month type thing. So he's trying to decide on his surgery options. And then uh, the Cardinals are tentatively scheduled to pitch Adam Wainwright and Jack Flaherty in London against the Cubs on the 24th and 25th. Interesting. Hey, John, we appreciate the time, man. You do a great job over at Cardinals.com. We'll be following you on Twitter at John Denton 555. Enjoy yourself out in New York. Hopefully you're able to get yourself to a Broadway show or something while you're out there. Sounds great. I'm going to get a little culture. I I need a little culture. I mix in every now and then. (laughs) We can all use that.